the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast where we like to discuss all things gaming. I'm Jessica and I'm joined by Pure Dead Craig. Hello. The cream egg Costa connoisseur. Yep. Yep. Take it. I'll take it. And Andy, resident vocalist. This week we've been playing more Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy definitive edition, Sherlock Holmes chapter one, Forza Horizon 5, Call of Duty, Far Cry 6, quite a lot. This is quite the list. Yep. All the mop-up from the year. Yeah. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and a short hike. We'll also cover the latest news, which is slim pickings this week. However, not all is lost. There are sales, an update on Dying Light 2, 343 Industries working on something other than Halo. And speaking of Halo Infinite, the co-op campaign won't arrive anytime soon. True to form, we present you with a new shitty platinum slash 1000G so you can up your gaming cred and look really cool next to your non-completionist friends. Speaking of which, Craig has it hit a milestone. Find out more about that exciting development later. Stop it, you're getting Andy too excited here. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if you need some love advice or help with life in general, Pure Dead Love is here to put you on the right track. Pure Dead Love. As always, submit any and all questions to puredeadgaming at gmail.com and follow us on our socials for more more (laughs) bants and festive shenanigans throughout December. Shenanigans. Speaking of shenanigans, how are you both? Fandabadoozy. Pretty good. I had another... Tuesday off. I seem to, it's not even by design, but I've been putting in like random annual leave days, and for some reason, a Tuesday's the day that's been available the last couple of weeks. Mm. So mm. I've done another Tuesday off. Well done. Titillating Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you say well done as if you're like scunnered about it. You're off next week. I'm only working 10 days in December. How Are good you? is that? Oh, yeah. In total? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you would never know. She doesn't talk about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the last I'll hear of it. I'm going to put my head in the oven. <laughs> How are we all anyway? Aye, fine. Keeping it real? Yeah, I had an embarrassing situation this week. Which one? (laughs) The football one. Oh, the football one was good, yeah. Yeah, I, um, Nathan was at football and I, Craig was at home. And as they... It's not going to be less embarrassing if you speak quietly, by the way. <laughs> no, you've got to get it out. <laughs> so I was messaging Craig about the sort of team selection and having a wee bit of a rant. Right. Sent it to the group chat. <gasps> didn't I? Oh! <laughs> Awkward! Oh, 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 I can feel it in my bones. While she's standing oh, there surrounded by them all. Oh, no. oh my God, Jess. I know. I, I realised pretty imminently... Shit. And deleted it, obviously. And my hope is Does that, that delete it from other people's phones? Yeah. yeah. It does. You can, right. Well, you can delete for everyone or delete for just me, but obviously right. I was fucking deleting So how everyone. long between you posting it and realising right away? About a minute. <gasps> yeah. uh, Folk and, read it. And she doesn't know who read it and who didn't. <laughs> oh, no! Brown. The investigation yeah. begins. Yeah. Safe, safe to say I was sent to training on Monday <laughs> while she wouldn't dare show her face. What did you say exactly? Nothing too bad, to be fair, but I just said like... You didn't single out a kid exactly, did No, you? I just right. said, I was just moaning that Nathan... I think I said he always gets the short straw or something like that. Right. Um, but he, yeah, so... To be fair, it's just as well it was you because you always, even if you're having a rant, put stuff politely... Whereas if it had been me having a rant, like with a hat, like that fucking I, Timmy, he's fucking playing again. He's disabled. <laughs> we'd have, we'd have, honestly, we'd have had to move house if it was me. I'd yeah. like, see that kid with the forehead. I'm sick. I'm sick of him. 
He's shite. <laughs> so yeah, awkward. I'll not be leaving my house very much in the future for football. <laughs> well, just so you don't fucking need to because you're off work. <laughs> mm. yeah. That's good. That's awkward though. It's... Very, very awkward. There's not really much else been happening the week, has so I think you Andy you get any stories not really no just no. angry customers angry because I don't really like talking about that <laughs> <laughs> I've had I had a fucking awkward customer today but I don't want him to he's not going to win yeah, so I'm not you're not going to give him the platform no nah. nah. I can't wait to the day when I come in and be an awkward customer mm. you get them <laughs> is worrying in my job though because I work alone mm. so that the worrying aspect is when somebody does go off the rails a wee bit. Like, you don't know what they're capable of. He could like, have a fucking screw loose and then just come back with a bat or something. You know have you I mean? thought about getting a rape whistle? No, you just apparently you just shout fire. Because right. people don't come for rape whistles. People <laughs> ignore you. That's the human psyche for you. Right. As long yeah. as you know what the quickest saving grace is. Cause, ah, right, that's fine. Uh, fire! Fire! That's fine. He'd yeah, probably yeah. only be a half mount by the time somebody comes yeah, to help exactly. you then. He's only four foot fuck all, so <laughs> I think that would be happening. Aye, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. So I was, I was saying to you before, did, you hadn't heard about this Survival Series thing in the wrestling, no? No, what you saying? Uh, aye, so it ties into Red Notice, which we watched recently. Uh, apparently, I only saw this through like, the likes of Twitter and stuff like that. I wouldn't actually watch it. But... Uh, on Survivor Series. The Rock was supposed to show up? No, he wasn't supposed to. They'd sort of made it seem like he might be there so right. that people would watch, but he was never going to be there. He's filming a movie in, like, Aye. Europe somewhere. Yeah. Apparently uh, I heard that it was, as of July, it was up for it. But quickly after that, it was a no-go because he's scheduled. That's the thing. He's constantly making films. I know. He's a busy man. He is a busy man. He's but COVID restrictions and stuff like that, he couldn't even have been there if he wanted to, but... Uh, aye, so what they did was they obviously struck a deal with Red Notice or whoever. What was Red Notice? Was it? It was Netflix, wasn't right. it? Yeah. So they must have struck a deal with Netflix to promote the film. All right. And so Vince turns up in Survivor Series and he's got oh, he's the, got the egg. egg. I did see this. I and, uh, seen the egg and I've not, I've not even put two and two together. But now you're talking about Red Notice. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. If you've not seen the film, like it sort of centres around that these Fabergé eggs, like yeah. kind of three massive. Fa- uh, it's weird. Yeah, that the actors and the story trying steal, to steal. You're trying to steal. Yeah. So. Yeah. so what happened in the wrestling was Vince McMahon had this egg that he'd been given by The Rock, but then it went missing. Someone had stolen it. Oh and so the hook Somebody for... Somebody stole his egg. Yep. That was worth 100 million, Vince claimed. Did you put it in your cream egg, Craig? No. In your Costa sorry. <laughs> I, I knew as soon as this happened that the finger would be pointed directly at me, yeah. and I had an alibi set up. <laughs> Dunked right in your coffee. It didn't even, it didn't even melt. So <laughs> that, that, was the, that was the hook for Raw was that Vince was going to get to the egg. Uh, the egg. <laughs> <laughs> Vince was going to get to the end of who stole the egg. He was going to crack the egg. And... Aye. Right. And so then last night on Raw, apparently they had everyone on the show and it was who stole the egg, who stole the egg. And it was uh, Sami Zayn had come up and said, I know who stole it. This is what WWE has devolved Aye. to. Yeah. Fuck awful me. and uh, Sami Zayn was like ah it's this guy here who's some new guy that's just in it Austin Theory 
uh, don't, I have no idea who he is. Um, it's it was him that stole it, and he was like, "Yeah, I did, yeah." Because uh, his gimmick is that he likes to take selfies with people, and so mm. he'd stole it to take a selfie with the egg. Oh and so God. whoever had found out who stole the egg was supposed to get a title match. Right. This is this is the story, right? For what title? Uh, the uh, Big E's title. All right. Well. Uh, well so Sami Zayn was like, "Oh, so I get the title shot now." And Vince was like, "No, nah, I hate grasses. Uh, I like this guy's gumption. The guy that stole the egg, he can get a title shot." <laughs> and so then he got title shot and lost. Obviously. Wow. What a fucking steaming pile of shit! And they they wonder why the ratings are like they are. Uh, the thing is they'll probably be up as well because Vince was on TV for the first time in about five years yeah Mm. that's not to go on a huge tangent here with wrestling but obviously you two are of a certain age that you grew up with wrestling when it was actually quite good Mm -hmm. yeah do you think they're still attracting you know a younger audience no no okay WWE isn't attracting a new audience at all no, because they would. Part of the reason I said this, I can't even remember who I said it to recently, but um, part of the reason that the ratings in the wrestling are going down is natural selection. Mm-hmm. Like their audience is dying mm-hmm. of natural causes. Well, it's it's, it's like really 55, 60 or something. The average age of a viewer is about fifty-five for wrestling now. Ah. So but they're not getting new kids. No, watching that product. But the o- the oldest one, so NXT, which is now rebranded as NXT two point oh to try mm. and get a younger audience. They last week the median age of the viewer that watched that was sixty two, so that was half were older and half were younger. Where are they pulling 62. that information from though? Is that just from who pays the subscription or? No, they get the ratings from TV from Nielsen. But again, how do they? Still Nielsen. How do you know if it's a child or an adult watching? Because there's a certain section of people, and what they do is they have a special box and they register who it is that's watching. And they do this. It's like a collection of like thousands of people, and that gets averaged out across exactly. America. No, 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 it's not an exact it's science, but, but, I, but they no. they have it so that it's like the average viewers. So mm. it is like a decent, but not mm. perfect number. Mm. But um, yeah, the average age was sixty two, wow. which is absolutely ridiculous. Do you think you'll still be watching wrestling in your sixties? If AEW's around and still good, I I'm not watching. I've mm-hmm. not watched WWE in a couple know. of years, apart from. SummerSlam, which was only follow it to some extent. But I'll always follow it. I'm not as hardcore as I. I don't know if I was ever hardcore really. Really, I always when we were really young. Yeah, oh I. I I always used to say it's the kind of thing you either grow out of when you're about eleven or twelve, or you just don't go out of it. But then it got uh, so shit that you were like, I'm fucking. That's why I I stopped watching because it. I thought it got shit, but I think we were right into it when. We did have all the figures. Aye. We played wrestling all the time. Yeah, oh god, I. We we made up like we used to cut up magazines and make like entrance ways and all that yeah. kind of shit. We done stuff like that. Oh, aye, it's um, cool. Aye, I see, and I've still got all that stuff. I can <laughs> post it to embarrasses a lot. Um, I'd say like that was when I was heavily into it the most, and that that feels like. That kind of time was like WrestleMania nine, ten, that kind of era. Ah, ninety three. Yeah, four and five, and then then I kind of stopped. And you watched through that? Did you know? Some, I watched that attitude a good bit, and then kind of stopped. So, uh, so I'm watching at the moment back from I started in nineteen ninety six on the network. Yeah, <laughs> about two years ago, 
and I've been slowly watching the Raws. And I'm watching then, it weekly all the way through. And then Smackdowns in the pay-per-view. And I'm up to, uh, I think it's King of the Ring 2001 is the next event. So I'm getting there. <laughs> That's a lot of hours of footage. I know. But I'd, it's cool that you can do that, though. It is like cool. there's, there's an app that you can watch everything. Aye, and you can skip, because on the app, it does break it down. It goes right this And match by match. Match by match. If it's a kind of match, you don't really want to watch it. You don't care. You can just go right next actual entertainment section. Aye. It's a promo or something you want to watch. Um so you can skip a lot of shit and not have to sit through an hour and a half it. You know what I mean? Aye. So like, that's what's good about it as well. Okay, back to gaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, one other sort of wrestling gaming thing before we uh, move on. The 2K put out a new trailer for that WWE 2K22. See how the one that was supposed to come out in like October, but yeah. then it got delayed to March, mm-hmm. and we were all joking because they'd released so many people that they were going to have to redo the entire game. Fucking hell, that's right. Aye, so they put out a trailer, and it was like, oh, 10 new features to get you excited, and most of them you were like, seems the same, but fine, it looks prettier. A maybe pause it's, menu. Aye, maybe it's going to be good. Like they fl- at one point they were like new control scheme, and they flashed up a picture of a controller and the mapping, and it was there for about 0.5 of a second, and I had to freeze frame it to see. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, looks the same. <laughs> but uh, so they put out this trailer, and less than 24 hours later, uh, WWE cut another 12 wrestlers, oh, wow. fired them all. And I was uh, like... One of them was John Morrison, I was really surprised uh, by that. But you've, you've literally, at this point, it's almost like Vince is like, I don't want that fucking game coming out. And he released all these folk, and he's like, yeah. aye, that'll do it. And then they put out, they did cheek to put out another trailer, and he's like, ah, release some more, release some more. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So what's everyone been playing? I tried to play San Andreas, but I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't, guys. It was just... We well, weren't supposed to be playing all the way through. It was just to give them a sample. Nah, well, well, that good, because I did not like it. <laughs> I think that uh, definitive edition, and I'm doing direct speech marks right now, Aye. it's a bit of a joke to call it that, to be honest with the state of the game's in. It's really bad. But really do you not bad. think that, like... It probably still is in a better state than the original. Like people are trying, yeah. people are trying. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff online is like, oh, they've made it worse. I don't nah, think. I don't think, I don't think they've made it worse. They just, just haven't made it that much. My better. expectations weren't like what all these other folk were. Was it's fucking built from the ground up and it's going to look like GTA Five? You know what I mean? I think that's what some expectations were. Yeah. But it sounds it. But I had like a an idea of what they were going to do, and it's kind of like it's kind of met my expectations, but it's just. There is a lot of shoddy stuff I don't think has been done very well. No. And it and looking back, it just doesn't play great, really. They're games so, from 20 years ago. I know. Like, they're not going, are they? I know, that's the thing. It's, it's a wee bit unfair to maybe judge it on today's standards, because it is 20 year old. Um, but they did release it, though, so you've got to kind of judge it that way, almost. I'm not a fan. I deleted it. Nah, it's, that's, that's the thing. So, like, I always find it funny, like, not funny, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but you get, like, I see a lot of things on Twitter quite often. It's like, oh, what was the best console generation? And people, a lot, most of the time, you see people it's say PS2. Mm. Like, people are, PS2 was the best. Like, if I was to go, on a, if I was to go on a desert island and take one library with me with the PS2, and I'm like, 
mine would be the PS5. Like, every time they bring out a new console, I'm sorry, but it's better, and there's yeah. better games come out. Like, yeah. this is your mind being like, oh, PS2 was best. But it's yeah. but if you go and play it now, some people will still love it as much, but most people, you're like, these games aren't the same as you remember them. No. Like, I'm aware of that. That's why I don't aye. go back so much. Like, and I think it's also to do with your, like episodic memory and your associations with you know what you were doing at that time period and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like yeah part of it's that as well uh, you, you get it a lot with the likes of like FIFA's and stuff like that like people will be like I see a lot of people say oh the last really good FIFA was FIFA 14 the rest have been shite since and you're like what? well and f- a lot of folks say that and you're like right well if you believe that fine but you still wouldn't rather play FIFA 13 now than FIFA 21 for the vast majority of people because it would play like utter shite yeah. compared to it and I think it's just like you say I think it's just association in people's memories sometimes mm. like mm. I don't know like maybe one day they will redo the Grand Theft Auto trilogy properly but I don't know like I'm, I'm, I would there's been lots of talk that GTA 6 might be like set in different time periods and I almost feel like that would be their attempt at doing that because they could have a third of the game take place in the 80s. Oh, I remember when they done a third that of the game when it was top down they done the gangster one in the... London. Ah, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool. So they could maybe do that like instead yeah. of doing like well they probably all still do multiple characters but like they could do multiple time periods and yeah. if they did that then that would almost oh, be... Oh then you could do like you know how they done it where, where you could come out of a character and go into Franklin and go into you could do that with different time periods. That would be cool. And then you go in and it's a different time period. They always like to cool. innovate, so if they did something like that, it would yeah. be really fucking cool. And we said it before, but like uh, that mechanic with the three players and you can jump out and jump into another one, I know they've done it and the kind of developer that would go, we've done that, we can't do that again. But that was so unique and so good. I feel as if like, you could use that again and people wouldn't go, oh, it's the same fucking thing. That's it's the still same cool. thing because it's brilliant. Uh, it's yeah. such a cool mechanic where you just jump out, jump into another guy, and you, and you, you, you he's at the hospital or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like so I kind cool. of mentioned before as well, like I think we've we've yet to see a female lead, and mm. there'll s- definitely be a female lead next That'd time. But awesome. yeah, if like you say, if they mix it with another character yeah, or be, be cool. you know a couple, then I think that would sort of strike a good balance for yeah. everyone um, I, I remember back playing Grand Theft Auto 5 and like there were times when I would be looking I'd need to switch from like Franklin to what was the name, main guy Michael Michael from Franklin to Michael but I'd be like I'm just quickly going to switch to Trevor just to see what he's up to <laughs> Trevor like, would always be, aye, be there's like always his underwear or something like that, a bottle of Jack in his hand thrown it at somebody's car aye. There was like, I literally had no reason to go to him I had no missions for him, but I'd be like, I'll just jump from to him and then to Michael yeah. because I want to see what the fuck he's up to. Such a good character. Uh, it's really good. Uh, no, I think that'd be cool. Like, I remember, the only game I really remember doing that, and it's not that you could jump back and forth, but I don't know if you remember seeing Mafia 2. Mm. Like, the first, I think it was maybe the first, I think it was more than half of the game was set in whatever time period. And then at a certain point it jumps forward like 10-15 years mm. and so it's still the same map 
but the like furnishings and the outside of the shops and stuff like that are different and you're like it looks more up to date and the cars are newer mm-hmm. and I was like I mean they did it on a much smaller scale it was Mafia 2 and the Playstation 3 you know what I mean but yeah. it was cool that I was like oh you would go buy stuff that you knew and you were like oh that's different that shop's done this now or yeah. it's like a that's cool. and the cars handled a lot better and mm-hmm. stuff right, it was pretty cool what about you Jess what you playing? Forza yeah just I mean I don't really know what else to say about that I have had some issues with playing it in that mm. it's had a slowdown yeah I've had to turn like the online aspect off because right. it was just really struggling to play it like the like that un- link system kind of thing or just what do you mean just like, like so I was playing it offline essentially oh, um, yeah, because okay. it was just like I was driving and it was just stuttering I couldn't get above 50 mile an hour at one point because it was mm. just really really struggling it stutters in such a weird way as well you know mm. usually it would stutter like it would go to like zero frames and then it would or whatever it never does that it stays smooth but it just like it slows down yeah. and then speeds right up and then slows down and speeds it's really weird but as weird. soon as we switched it to offline mode it was fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully that gets fixed yeah I think it's just the servers like they're probably not although they should have the capacity for loads, like they don't know how many, how many, how many folk it's going to catch on for. Like it's on Game Pass, mm. but one day you could have a million people playing it, the next day you could have eight million people playing it. Just yeah. depends who takes a fancy that day. And I think I was playing at like seven o'clock, like mm. in the evening. Aye, so it was probably like peak, peak time. time for for that many folk being on. But yeah, so I played that. I've also been assisting our son with Spyro. Spyro. He's jumped back into that. Um, Craig likes Spyro, don't you? I love Spyro back in the day. I'm not so that good. big a fan of Spyro, really. Yeah, more, more Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, so he can't do the it's the flying stuff. It's the he flying can't do, ones it. he really struggles with. Yeah, for know. the most part, he's better at games than than it's us. It's not, it's not often these days he asks us for help, but I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play Spyro for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I've also downloaded for him, but not yet started um, Assassin's Creed. Origins and it's the Discovery Tour, um, so obviously he's too young to be assassinating bodies. But they do, they do the. I think it's called the Discovery Tour, and this one's obviously ancient Egypt, which he's just yeah. started doing as a topic at school. So I was oh, like, cool. do you that's know what? Cool. Like, go and have an explore of Egypt, like, yeah. and that's quite cool. yeah. So hopefully, he sort of enjoys that, and, but not to the point where he's like, oh, can I play more of this game? Mm. <laughs> and then he learns what it's really about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like I remember when the Discovery Tours came out because I think they did it for Odyssey as well, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be really cool. But we've never checked it out. We yeah. always meant to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are you worried about him playing playing that sort of stuff because you you know you should be as parents? Are you actually worried about it? You know what I mean. I wouldn't let him play it because I don't think at that age, like our child seven. And, It'll be eight soon, but um, it shouldn't be playing a game where you murder other people. But I don't, really? I don't think necessarily that it would affect them that much or anything like that. But I just, I feel like you have to be a certain age before you can do that. I'm not saying he's going to have to be eighteen, but uh, like, yeah. I mean, I see, feel as if he's he's wise enough to play that and know it's a game. Uh, see, Assassin's Creed does have stuff like you can turn off blood, and you can do things like that. So. I don't know, like, I mean, I look back to what we were like, I mean, my mum knew nothing about games, yeah. so I was allowed to play fucking anything for any age, 
and it never affected me. But it, that's one of the bad downsides about being a kid in this day and age. A lot of parents do know, yeah. <laughs> and, and so there are, there, there are a lot of studies that sort of link violence and behaviours mm. in real life and things like that. So, yeah, I'm just a bit wary of play, uh, you know the ages at playing anything. But that's the thing. Like I, I think if I think back to when I was saying first year, like. I feel like I would have easily been able to play like something not be affected by it at all. So you thought maybe like 13 or something like that. Like I think, and see the problem today is that see if all the other people in your class are getting to play something and you're not. Do you know what I mean? We're we're going to encounter that. But then, I don't know, like looking back to, I'm trying to think, when did the like Grand Theft Auto, like London one, for example, come out? Uh, but 99 I think was London right so I'd have been 9 years old and, and I was playing, playing that um, but look at what it was you yeah. know like yes yeah. I was killing mobs and stuff like that but it was, it was cartoons it was you know what I mean whereas so, when he's doing it you're literally going to see so brain visceral, matter like Call of Duty or even uh, we were talking about Far Cry and how visceral the knife kills are yeah. I feel as if like kids shouldn't have played that yeah. because that's even for me, sometimes it's a bit much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fucking hell, that's brutal. Nah. And it doesn't need to be as brutal as that, no. really. And it, like, I can see people's points sometimes when they maybe just go, well, I can have my son playing that. And when the Far Cry knife kills, I totally see the point. Oh, definitely. It's fucking through the jugular, ripping the throat out, you hear it all. Or Feedback on the controller. Ah, it's insane. Really, it's a bit much to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel like I like like Assassin's Creed. I don't think is as bad as that. Like I say, if you turn the blood off, it's not necessarily like I don't know. Like with Assassin's Creed, a lot of time you're doing like stealth kills, and all he does is walk up beside them, and then they just drop to the ground. So if there's no blood and stuff like that, it's not that bad. But it's certainly not seven year old material. I feel like we've turned to a very serious conversation and debate about mm-hmm. ch- children. <laughs> well, we talk about things that need to be talked about. <laughs> oh, pure day love. <laughs> what have you played, Craig? Uh, not, well, I was going to say not a massive amount, not a massive amount of different stuff. I've been, since last week, I finished Far Cry. Uh, rolled mm. the old credits on that. Oh, good, oh my good, God, good like story. an hour long of credits. Holy fuck. <laughs> I don't know exactly how long it was, right? Well, you just let it run? Aye, so I'd, I'd finished... As I finished it, I think Erin was in the bath or something like that, so I was having to get her ready anyway. Right. So I was like, I didn't, I'd no need to skip it because I wouldn't really play anyway. So I was I was doing stuff with the kids and this, these credits are rolling. And after about 20, 25 minutes, I was like... Still rolling. Jesus Christ, those credits are still going. I think I posted about it on Twitter, been like... 25 minutes in and these credits are still running this is like a feature length film and some guy uh, got back to me and he was like yeah he said I I eventually skipped it but I I thought the same thing he says I checked it on YouTube and I think he said there were like 42 minutes or something like that and usually if you skip it you'll still see if there's a uh, you want to see if there's a video at the end well it was literally just because I I wasn't I didn't have time at that time to play anyway so if I'd skipped it it would have just been sitting at the main menu like so I just left it going there was music and stuff playing in the background Uh, but then one guy got back to me and said aye there's there's a bit at the end of the credits and I was like right so then I was scared to skip it in case Uh I missed that but then obviously I was like YouTube does exist (laughs) so if I miss it I'm quite sure and um, 
so I had eventually <laughs> I hit the skip button and I, I did see the bit at the end. It wasn't much, but uh, it does just highlight the point though that I think we've made a few times. You know, people complaining about price increases of games. Like, look how many folk unbelievable have. have had some involvement in that yeah. game to be featured in the credits that last yeah. 40 odd minutes do you know what I mean it just... all those salaries yeah Aye. I mean I, I didn't I mean I'm sure some people's name appeared more than once or whatever but they flashed up no. easily 2,000 names why would, you, why would you have that really? well there'll be certain people that worked on multiple different things so their name might appear under like technical director but they also did and sound they had, or they had like voice actors for various different languages so yeah. I remember like at one point I yeah. saw that yeah. um, uh, but I was nuts there must have easily 2,000 names must have flashed up it was mad but uh, yeah, I you have... just get a, a wee glimpse of the, the amount that goes into a couple absolutely. of games mental. absolutely mental and then you have some games where one person makes them I know. Yeah. and it's insane <laughs> and you're like how did you do that exactly how is that person all those people making that and then somebody can make kind of the equivalent sometimes on their own mm. that doesn't seem plausible I know but it's doable as yeah, I but no Far Cry was, it was brilliant I loved it right up to the end uh, good story eh? aye really good cool. and did you get that little noise Craig which one rare platinum thing no not yet oh, it's coming though dear. It's coming. So I started after, obviously after I finished it, I started. Coming. Platinum is the coming. Platinum is the coming. It's here. We're a Pepsi Max household. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate the song. It's a Christmas tradition, that song. Right. But it is, it is the rival of Pepsi Max. But it's a song that's for the ages. Okay. It means Christmas, that song. I appreciated it. <laughs> uh, so I started working on the Platinum after I finished it and there's hundreds of stuff you need to do on the side. Like, I thought I was doing quite a good job of doing side stuff as as I passed them. Let's see if I was going to the next mission, there was something on my way, I'd get yeah, it. Yeah. But there's loads of stuff, like there's 15 USB sticks you need to find, and each one of them adds a new song for when you're in the vehicles. There's like um, mm. Ricky Martin and stuff like that. Ricky Martin. Uh, what, uh-huh, that's the exact song. I think it's someone else singing it, but it is that Living La Vida Loca song. Living La Vida Loca. Is and that the, the same one as like, Shebangs? Is no, that it's a different song. Like, no, there's a different song that sounded the same. I think he had two songs, and then he's, he's been living <laughs> off. <laughs> he's been in some Caribbean island getting free drinks ever since. Banging birds. Maybe he Not could. Maybe fan. he could write into Pure Dead Love. <laughs> Give him some advice to get his music career back. In. I don't know. Never know. Maybe he's it? impotent. I doubt. It. <laughs> what are we gonna fucking? How are we gonna help there? We need to get Bluetooth as a sponsor. <laughs> hey, Bluetooth be all over us. That's a good shout. Uh, they could sponsor Do you Pure need Dead Love. Hung, harder, stronger erections. <laughs> Is Bluetooth in the UK? I ah, get Bluetooth. I think it's okay, website. you think? <laughs> see how you plug in, I think, and end there. Plenty of podcasts I listen to that have it as well. Walking a bit like a fucking tripod all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I was working on the, like I say, I was working on it. I got the 15 USB things, which took a wee bit of time, but I just spawned a helicopter and I was flying about getting them all. Yeah. But there's also 49 unique weapons. And I'm like, Christ, I only got about 10 of them during, so I'm having to go and do them now. But I did come across... See, the whole game, I don't think I had... I maybe had one glitch, maybe, but it was pretty glitch-free. Like, it I worked all right. Really either, no? Since I completed the main story, I've been fucking littered with them. Oh, wow. 
There was a time, there's this mission you had to Maybe do. Maybe you've been punished for not watching all the credits. Maybe. <laughs> there was this mission I had to do where you had to take these things back as an offering. And so it comes up like interact to set the stuff down. Yeah. And every time I held it down, it would the little bar would fill up and it would just uh-huh. disappear. Uh-huh. And I couldn't set the stuff down. So I turned it off, went back to it the next day and thankfully it worked. Uh, there was another time where there was supposed to be a collectible at a certain bit and it just wasn't there. So I went back the next day again and it was there and then there's also there's this cool like post game thing that you can do so when you complete the story there's a thing comes up that's a new menu in the pause menu called insurgency and so each week one of the regions will be taken over and what you have to do is there's like outposts you have to take over uh, anti-aircraft mission things you have to do a, a bunch of different stuff and once you've done all of them it reveals the leader and then you have to go to where they are and kill them. Right. So one night I did all the stuff to make the insurgent leader reveal. Uh-huh. And I was like, right, okay, they're at that base. And then I didn't have time. It was like two in the morning. So I put it off, put it on the next day. And I was like, I, lo- I remember where the base was and I looked, but the base was in blue rather than red, like as if I'd taken it over. Right. and I was like what the fuck that's where they're supposed to be so I went there and it's just all my guys it's like a friendly base Aye. so I went back into the menu checked and it says no no it's supposed to be at such and such university that's what it says the person is but they weren't there mm-hmm. and so now I needed to wait like it only updates every week so now I need to wait until the next week which would have been today to be fair and I have to do it all again and you have to do it three weeks in a row <laughs> so there's a pain in the tits <laughs> But uh, I so I've been playing a lot of that. That was good. I also got the chance to play a bit of Max Payne Three, which is fucking excellent. Your little bargain from last week. Aye, it's mm. way like I remember playing it when it first came out, but I hadn't played it since. So that was what two thousand eleven. Um, I played it the week it came out. Loved it. I remember thinking it was really good, but I just I never went back to it. And you know that way a little well, bit like completed it? no, I completed it the week it came out, but I'm oh, just right. I've never went back to it since. Like oh, I've not sorry, played right. it through like yeah. a second or third time. Right. Um, I think that the thing is like because it was nearer the end of a console generation. Like by the time I would have wanted to play it again, I'm like, well, I'm not going back and turn on the PlayStation Three. Uh, and that's that's the time when you have all the best games that come out. Yeah, when the developers of they know how to use the system. So that's Definitely. when you get all the, the last year of console. Yeah. It's kind of when you get all the fucking really good games. Because you turned that on earlier and I looked at it and I was like, that looks, looks, great, looks amazing. Even like today's standard. Looks fucking awesome. Aye. So... I put it on today. I need to borrow that when you're done. Oh, aye, definitely. So I, I put it on today and I was like... I was a bit worried. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be GTA trilogy levels of yeah. nonsense 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but I was like, is this going to hold up? Is it going to feel shite? You know what I mean? And, like, I, today, I think it's a better game than it is when it released. Like, it's fucking mm-hmm. so good. The cutscenes are awesome. They're done in this sort of, like, really artistic way. And then I think it would hurt some people's head, but there's lots of, like, blurring in the cutscenes, but it's because like Max Payne is an alky and a pill popper and it's supposed to mimic the fact that he's out of his mind the whole time. Uh, but the gameplay is excellent, really, really good. Uh, I've only, I'm only two chapters in, but I love it. absolutely love it. I'll definitely be playing through more of that. And other than that, I platinumed a short hike. That game I talked about yes, uh, last week, not yesterday. Uh, it's excellent. One of the best indie games this year. 
I I had an issue with that as well though. I had a you had to collect twenty feathers. The feathers help you like fly higher, mm-hmm. and uh, I got all twenty of them plus two silver ones, and the trophy never caught up. And I was like, oh, God, I was fucking raging. But then I was going about getting other stuff, and randomly it just happened. So I got the waiting pla- for the pup. Where's the pup? But I would I would recommend that to anyone. And it's only like six pounds. It's really, really fun. A lot of animal crossing elements in it. Yeah, and that's what I spotted when you were playing it. Like yeah. you go fishing and I'm like, that fish looks exactly like the ones in Animal Crossing. It's yeah. not a bad thing necessarily. No. I just wonder and the how they way you to fish, get away with it. The way you fish, yeah. you've got to dig things up, like the flying and it's just so it's a yeah, really fucking so. cool game. Uh, I can understand why the ratings were so high. And then I played just before we started, I played a bit more Death's Door. I've spoken about that before. But this, it came out on PlayStation and Switch today. Uh, and we get sent codes through for the PlayStation version. So it's been... I never completed it. when I, I played it on Xbox for a while, but I got about halfway through and got stuck and I got sidetracked. And so I've been threatening to go back for a while now. But you know that way when you're halfway through a game, I was at a hard bit and you're like, I need to be in the zone like, I'm not going to be able to just go into it halfway through and yeah. get going. So when they sent us codes through today, I was like, right, I'll start from the beginning again. Because it's only, you can complete it in three or four hours if you're not shit at it, right. which I am. But, um, so I thought I'll start from the beginning and I'll try and blast through it. So I've played maybe half an hour of that today and it's it's so good. Like, anyone that heard us talking about it on, and it was only Xbox, now it's on PlayStation, now it's on Switch. And apparently it runs brilliantly on Switch as well from the reviews so no excuse pick it up play it it's on PC as well and it's awesome and it's only 15 quid bargain 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 we'll get to some more bargains later but before we do do you want to share with us what's new on the website Craig Uh, yes Uh, new is our Sherlock Holmes chapter one review that went live last week and it's not live at the time of this recording but should be live by the time the podcast goes out. Kay Pedersen is reviewing Battlefield 2042 which has been... it's a weird one. Yeah, I'm interested to see what yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like it's apparently like the the sort of core of the game as Battlefield tends to be is good, but seemingly it's an absolute glitch fest. Like I don't know, I've not really spoke to Cape Edison that much about what his thoughts. Like maybe he's a different experience. He mm. did he did say he had had some bugs, but I've not spoken to him in depth about it. Um, but yeah, there's like it's not been getting great reviews, and a lot of people are saying mm. like it's the kind of thing that's in a few months. It's probably gonna be really good, but just now there's not enough maps. It's Mm. buggy as fuck and it's not very good so I think the thing is it wasn't ready like if you remember it got delayed a month it was supposed to be out just before Call of Duty and instead it got put back and they but they only delayed it like three or four weeks and it seems like it should have been delayed until about March but they well, obviously didn't, didn't want to do that they just because they can't help themselves <laughs> I mean, obviously, like that GTA trilogy should have been delayed, yeah. but they just won't do it. Yeah, you did say they've changed the rain. I've not yet played it since the rain. Update. This is what I've heard. Apparently, the rain in GTA Three is better now. Yeah, it looks a bit like rain mm. instead of white lines. Okay, well, I'll be the judge of that. Okay, and apparently, it's lighter as well. 
Right, let's move on to our weekly roundup of the news. It mm. is slim pickings this week, but yeah, well. To be fair, it was slim pickings, and I've pulled some. I've pulled some stuff together you the last minute. I had a word with gaming, and I was like, "Look, gaming, not got a lot of news this week. Going to do your thing." News, news. Where's all the news? First up this week, it has been reported that 343 Industries has another project outside of Infinite in the pipeline, as brought up by Windows Central editor Jez Corden on the latest episode of the Xbox 2 podcast this past Friday night. Earlier this year, 343 denied that it was working on a new Halo Wars game, but perhaps things have now changed. Yeah, we got a question in about this from... The ID's Xbox P3, which is actually Phil Spencer's Twitter handle, so I'm pretty sure it's not the question from Phil Spencer, because <laughs> I'm quite sure he knows the answer. Uh, it says, any chance this new 343, this new game 343 are working on isn't Halo related? And Ali also got in touch and said, I don't know how to feel about this new Halo. I loved all the previous games, but I just hate this Battle Pass crap. I wish I could just buy the game and be done with it. Um... Yeah, as a kind of dodgy model. I don't know, but I don't know about this new three four three game. Like that's see, Xbox did this thing where they created these new studios. So three four three, they created that studio and they make Halo games. Yeah. But I don't know much about Halo. But three four three is something to do with Halo. Like they named the studio after Halo, okay. which sort of pigeonholes them to make fucking Halo games. And then is it the initiative or no? What's the name? Whatever the studio is that makes. Uh, Gears of War they're named after Gears of War and you're like you're pigeonholing these guys that they have to make the same games all the time so it probably is a Halo game it probably is fucking Halo Wars and back earlier in the year there was a job posting as well that I'm sure we spoke about that suggested there might be another Halo game in the works well, that's the, I think it will be Halo because you can't. I, I just I think I remember at the time thinking that's a stupid idea naming your studio after the game that you're currently working on, because then it just looks weird if you move on to something else. And if it was me, I'd want studios to move on to make different games so they don't get bored and sloppy. But yeah, I've I've no idea what they're making. And see, to be honest, like if like this, they're talking about. Uh, the co-op campaign, which is one of the main things people are looking for in this game, Halo Infinite, it's now been delayed until at least May next year. So they might want to just keep focusing on this game instead of making something else. Okay, a game that's not been delayed, though, apparently, again, is Dying Light 2. The lead game designer recently spoke with mpfirst.com and said the following in regards to potential further delays. The game is going to be released next year in February and that's what we've focused on. That's what we've worked on. So absolutely zero chance of that happening. He's set himself up for failure, hasn't he? Pretty confident (laughs) statement that, isn't it? It is. It's pretty confident for a guy that's delayed a game five times. It was supposed to come out in the first half of 2020. Mm. I'm still looking forward to this, though. I can't wait. It's such a good game. Well, the first one was. It's a good game. Aye. I just, I don't understand, like, and look, we don't currently make games, but... <laughs> what the fuck? What? Are we going to be branching into it? Oh, we're branching into lots of things. gaming and development. All right? I can say is 2022 is going to be a big year, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I, like, for me, 
Dying Light 1 was really well received. Mm-hmm. It came out in, what, 2015? And they've they've actually, like, supported it really well. They've been bringing out updates, like, expansions and stuff like that. Remember they brought out, was it uh, no. The Following or something like that? They brought out, like, big yeah. expansions for it. Like, surely for a Dying Light 2, people would have been happy. Keep the same engine, just build a new map, a new story, some new weapons... And then put it out. Like, I, I don't understand how this has been that fucking difficult. Folk loved the first game. You don't need to change that much. But yeah. it's... We're here now. It's going to be like seven... Well, in fact, it was. I'm sure it was January 2015 it came out. So it's going to be more than seven years later for a sequel that you could have just tarted up the map, new story, some few new gameplay elements, put it out. Folk would have loved it. But I, I can't wait. Uh, one of our friends Peter is so excited about it uh, he's not even that big a gamer and it's like the best he's, he's messaged me so many times it's the best game he's played since he bought a Playstation 4 absolutely loves it and he'll message me every couple of weeks and be like when is it coming out when is it coming out when is it coming out <laughs> he just can't wait for it Okay, next up with Black Friday week upon us, big sales have landed in both the PlayStation and Xbox digital storefronts. We'd be here all night mentioning everything, which is about 2,000 reductions in total. But instead, here are a few particularly nice prices on each platform. So for PlayStation, we've got What Remains of Edith Finch at 4.49, Hong Kong Massacre 4.89, Pure Pool Snooker Bundle 3.71. Leisure Sweet Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry. The name of that. Oh yeah. That name of that always gets me. It's six ninety nine. It's down to. Creeks is down at six thirty nine. Mini Motor Racing X is at four ninety nine. Stormboy ninety nine pence. Wow. Jack and Jill. Shady Platinum. Jack and Jill DX <laughs> one pound nineteen. And Memory Lane one and two are less than two pounds each as well. And then over on Xbox, you've got Witcher 3 Wild Hunt at $4.99, Assassin's Creed Origins, which we purchased at $10.99, Batman Return to Arkham $11.99, Bioshock Collection $7.99, Black Sad Under the Skin $6.69, Goosebumps the Game $2.99, Resident Evil O $3.99, Resident Evil just Resident Evil, that one? The original Resident original, Evil. Original, $3.99. Sleeping Dogs, $3.59. The Evil Within, $2.99. And Virginia, $1.99. Some bargs in there. No, I do like a bargain. Yeah, definitely. And we got a comment in from Sony Pony who said, Craig must be loving all these shitty Platinums in the PSN sale. It's trophy heaven up in here. <laughs> up, in here? The, up in here? The, the, platinum <laughs> trophies up in the, here? Up in here? <laughs> There is, there's like, because they're usually they're three ninety nine and loads of them are down to like a pound, but I have most of them already. <laughs> but uh, either some of the sales are cracking, like I don't know, like that was just a few that we pulled out. I didn't have time to go through all of them, yeah. but like the Witcher Three Wild Hunt for four ninety nine. That's crazy. I mean, I've not played. It's a it. game of the year. Aye, I've not played it. That's the complete edition, I think, as well that you mm-hmm. get a DLC. Yeah. But it's, I mean, that's, that's a cool. fucking brilliant price. Hong Kong Massacre at four eighty nine. I I put that up on that's a good game Twitter yeah. and a few people get back in touch. No, I by the way I bought that game. It's I fucking stuck excellent. That. I couldn't get past a certain level. It was just really really hard. I there just was go a, back to it. there was a couple of times when I was similar and I just 
I get so annoyed that I was like, right, I can't do this. And then I came back to it and did it like first time. You know that way where you... You just need to reset I And it, don't be wrong, it's not that it wasn't hard. It was fucking hard. It's, for anyone that doesn't know, it's basically like a top-down Max Payne. Uh, it's it's really cool. Every time kinda you dive, ne- everything goes neon, in slow motion. Kind of neon-lit, kind of moody, like, yeah. kind of back alleys, rain kind of vibe. Really, really cool. cool. Really ah, cool. it's a it's a excellent game. Well worth, well worth a download. Um, that mini motor racing X is a really cool like not micro machines but a similar sort of style of racing game, and it's also got a free VR update. And the VR on it is fucking awesome. You can either do it like first person where you're in the car racing, or you can do it in third person where it's almost like a tabletop, and so you can see the whole track. And it's as, and then you're driving the car around like the but you can see the entire track like it's mm. almost as if you're looking at like a table that's got wee cars on it yeah and you're controlling that way it's just it's really really cool um and yeah the likes of I mean obviously Batman Return to Arkham eleven ninety nine that gets you or uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City which is two fucking brilliant games so you're talking less than six pound for both of the, each of them. And yeah, check out the sales. I think most of them are up until the end of November or the beginning of December, so you don't have to be too quick about it, but yeah. definitely keep an eye out. Yeah, and obviously, you know, it is Black Friday, don't get caught up in the hype. You know, we've mentioned a few particularly good savings, but you know, don't buy shit if you don't need it. <laughs> That's yeah. that. You Sometimes you end up like, Good. I, I've again on Twitter. I've seen a few people been like, "I went on that sale to buy one fucking thing, and now I've spent seventy pound." Yeah. <laughs> they've they've got like fifteen games or yeah. something like that. But it's not a saving if you like. When we buy it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Okay. So more news. Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space Remastered are coming to Xbox, Switch, and Steam on December eighth. Posting similar upgrades to Sam and Max Save the World, which added more detailed environments, smoother animations, dynamic lighting, shadows, new visual, new visual effects, improved character models, improved camera angles, remastered audio, new music, upgraded accessibility options, and much more. Yeah, I added this because... Has anyone ever played Sam and Max? Nope. I haven't either. Is it a dog? Yeah. I feel like I've seen it. Aye, I have as well, and like, I don't know, I quite like kind of like mascot platformery type things, and when I see still images of it, I'm like, I quite like the look of that, that looks like I'd quite enjoy it, but I don't think I've ever played one of them. At like, ever. And I, I wonder, I, I also... It's giving me like Sly Cooper vibes. A little bit, aye, like, I, I don't know, like, I'm I'm maybe going to check it out. I, I'm interested to wonder why it's not coming to PlayStation as well. I don't know if it's... Because I think that the previous games are on PlayStation, I think. So I don't know why it wouldn't be, but I don't know. Sounds cool, though. I think we should check it out. I just wanted to include it because I know that they are beloved games and they seem like, unlike probably the GTA trilogy, they are being remastered properly. Okay, Craig will enjoy this one. IO Interactive has teased Hitman 3 Year 2. Woo! We did it! We did it! (laughs) 
the team over at IO have loads planned and it all kicks off in January with both ray tracing and VR modes being added to the PC version along with elusive target arcade mode coming to all systems. Also in January, the team will reveal the full year's roadmap which includes new maps, storylines and game modes. Cool. They're going to reel yeah. you back in, aren't they, Craig? Oh my You've God. You've not played it in ages. Well, that's the thing. We actually got... A- a sort of comment slash question and from Alan he said I had to check myself when I saw IO talking about Hitman 3 I can't believe that game came out this year it feels like an eternity ago do you think it coming out so early will hurt it in terms of game of the year nods aye absolutely yeah. anytime mm. a game comes out in like between January and April it's doomed so because good. nobody remembers mm. see the amount of people I've seen recently posting like oh what's your game of the year and all the responses are people are games that come out in the last two months. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Everyone. And that's just the way it goes. Like, I mean, I even had to be like, Yeah, Hitman yeah, 3 was this year. Yeah. I've been I've been tempted to go back to it so many times recently because I won a it's got a platinum trophy in it. I mean, don't be wrong, it's like a two hundred hour nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh every level you have to get to master level twenty and stuff like that. But I want it. Like I'm gonna get it at some point. Uh, as well as, as, well oh, as yes. the master finger man you also want to be master assassin look there's plenty of room on my title deeds for to be master assassin slash master finger master right. finger get those fingers twiddle those fingers that one break you Jess you right over there Jess <laughs> flick those fingers <laughs> That was a finger master in action right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I, 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 like, I.O. have always been so good at like supporting their games. And even though they're obviously body making this Bond game, which also super excited about, uh, they, if you watch the trailer for Season 2, they showed a glimpse of one of the new maps that's coming. It looks fucking awesome. It's like a sort of ski lodge. type place in the woods and Mm. it just looks fucking awesome it looks like there's there's like a gun range in it and stuff like that like they they do so well with levels levels and stuff like that and uh even even in terms of the pc stuff um in fact i was talking to a guy who does a lot of uh, vr videos beardo benjo today and he like he his channel is focused on vr stuff and we were saying that like the Hitman 3 VR mode was cool as fuck, but it's only out in PlayStation just now, and it was limited because of those move sticks. Oh, yeah. But that coming to Oculus, like mm. you'd have full movement, full control, and every single level's playable in VR. Like it's just it's so cool. And um as far as uh, Alan goes, like, yeah, I think it is gonna miss out on a lot of game of the year nods, but not from me. It's cemented in my mind. I fucking love that game. Yeah, I just don't know when you're going to fit time to play it in in January because there's, well, you'll need to play it in January if there is new stuff coming out because February... Aye, December, January. February's... Hmm. A disaster zone. Yeah. Okay, and in a wrap-up of smaller news this week, we have Saints Row has been delayed until August 23rd next year excusing itself from the crowded February window see there's a wee bit of time eased up right there Resident Evil 4 VR on Oculus Quest is apparently adding Mercenaries mode next year after a video announcing it accidentally went live on Oculus YouTube channel 
The highly anticipated PlayStation console exclusive Seafew has refreshingly had its date move forward rather than back. It will now release two weeks earlier on February 8th, 2022. Still, awesome. Still February, that's... I know, I know. <laughs> when I saw it was getting moved, I was like, go for January. Yeah. That would be ideal, but obviously they can't make it. Yeah. But it's I, I wanted to make sure and mention it because it's so cool to actually see something get moved mm-hmm. up rather than back. Definitely. Publisher Capcom has confirmed that the upcoming multi-platform title Pragmata has been delayed until 2023. Uh, Well done, Capcom. (laughs) Fucking drag us back down into your gutter. Xbox Cloud Gaming is now available on Series X slash S and Xbox One on selected titles if you have Game Pass Ultimate. Alien Isolation is getting Android and iOS release next month, seven years after its initial launch. And finally, the fantastic Maneater received a new update last week, adding ray tracing. Yeah, quite a lot of roundup stuff there. Uh, alien isolation on mobile. Yeah, fucking hell. How? I mean, that game's another one. It still looks great. Yeah. And it's not exactly like I don't know. I just how the fuck are they run? I mean, phones these days are pretty advanced to be fair, but. Fair play if they can get that running well. And like I looked into the article and it said the like the game designer was like, We are not like drawing anything back. It's the full experience, the full thing on mobile. Wow. Like I just wonder, like obviously these days oh. you can attach your controller, like both I'm pretty sure both PlayStation and Xbox controllers can be attached to via Bluetooth to your mm. phone. So you could do it play it with a controller. But I wouldn't fancy it with like on screen touch controls. Yeah. That's what that's why I'm not a fan of mobile gaming is like the control. Yeah. Also obviously it's meant to be a horror and I don't know how much you get out of a kind of smaller screen. Yeah. Like you, you ah, it's really, better with a bigger I screen. I feel like you need the sound and to really be immersed in a TV. But... Yeah, you do with that game, definitely. You could, be, sound you, is... could you could have headphones in and be under the covers playing it. Uh, good point. But the sound is a big part of that though mm-hmm. it, it it's eerie and it draws you in mm-hmm. with the sound design it's a big part of the game to be fair actually that could work quite well because obviously you get a 3D like I mean you get it on Playstation and Xbox as well but like see like the 3D audio like in your phone and stuff like that could mm-hmm. be pretty cool mm-hmm. and just see how it works like what the pricing and stuff like that will be um, and I uh, good to see Manny are still getting some updates and stuff that was a surprisingly good game no, I, I downloaded it and played it for like an hour and just had enough. Nah, I mean, don't get wrong. And seeing an hour, you saw all you had to see. I know. I just didn't understand why somebody made that game. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I was expecting it to be way. I think, like, I love shark stuff, and I, but I was I expecting know, I it to be yeah. really fucking terrible. And see, because it wasn't, I was like, I fucking love this. <laughs> I love sharks. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's us for all the news. We shall move on to our latest newest feature pure dead love yeah so nobody has actually written in with any more questions or i'm disappointed in, in all of, of you there's no way that everyone listening to this doesn't need advice i've seen you Right, you just need it. <laughs> you just need it. Get in touch. Let us know. We'll sort your. We'll sort anything out that you've got. Yeah. Any issues you've got. Craig, folks, the, right. the, the man with the fucking key mega addiction. See Andy. They call him the fixer. 
Oh, right. Fixer. <laughs> for the fixing of love. He fixes stuff. But yeah, Grant has been back in touch and just said, thanks for the hilarious advice, everyone. He's going to go for it. Um, she's yes. out She's out of state at the moment, so he out has time. state? Where is he? Is he American? Canada. Canada somewhere. Oh. Um, but yeah, he said he'll let us know how it goes and if it does work out, he'll definitely be playing the last two podcasts for her, so... Not sure if that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, this guy wants you to get me drunk and he thinks that will be a it's, good move well, it's for a hypno <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we need constant updates let us know how it's going you're our first project see if you're a success you don't know where this is going right also I want to be invited to your wedding Fuck's just putting it out there okay All right. sounds good shitty platinum time Shitty, shitty, shitty platinum. Oh, shitty platinum. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so over to Craig to present you with what we have dubbed a shitty platinum slash 100G if it's on Xbox. 1000G. 1000G. I do that every time. Aye, right, okay. This fucking game. This, This might be the one that breaks me. But no, because I did it four times. Honestly, Andy, <laughs> this I had to show Jess it so that she would believe it. Yes. This game is hilariously called The Pig D instead of The Big D, mm. right? What does that mean? The Big D means a big dick. Right. And so they've went The Pig <laughs> D instead. And so you start this game up. It does not even have a start menu. It just takes you straight into the game. Immersive. Aye. Oh, aye. It's almost like God of War. So yeah, God of War doesn't have to load, and it's just like one shot all the way through. <laughs> Similar vibes, right? <laughs> this one... Jesus Christ, honestly. I... <laughs> so you're met with a piggy bank, a crudely drawn pig that's clearly a piggy bank. A graphic, a 2D graphic. Yes, of a pig. Of a piggy bank. A piggy bank. And every time you press X, a coin drops into the piggy bank, right? And once 9,500 coins are in <laughs> the piggy bank... How many? 9,500. You get the platinum, right? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Your fingers are getting a right workout. Well, no, they're not. Because the developers have thought that's maybe a bit much. So you can either press X and one coin will drop in at a time or you can hold R1 and the coins still drop at the same rate but the number of coins that are in the jar just speeds up and it takes about two minutes so the entire game is looking at a picture of a pig and holding R2 for two minutes as these trophies pop and you get a platinum. Wow. How the fuck this thing was allowed on the store, I it's not a game. It's many, fucking folks, not a game. How many folk are on the credits of this one? There isn't credits. Nobody wants to take ownership of <laughs> It's not a game. I no, can't really believe not. it was it's allowed. I meant to check to see if it was an Xbox, but it won't be because Xbox have got slightly higher standards what for what standards? they let on a store. 
And PlayStation have clearly fucking gave up because this just thing... the floodgates, haven't they? It shouldn't be allowed, honestly. Like, the whole time, as I was doing all four stacks of it, I was like, <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? It's There's two for PlayStation 4 and two for PlayStation 5. And I can assure you that the PlayStation 5 graphics are not any better. It's the same size of JPEG. It's a disgrace. I cannot believe it was allowed on the store. It's the worst I've ever seen. And I've seen some shit. We named a section after this. Usually, I come onto this section proud as punch of my latest... <laughs> Of my latest crap game. See this one? This one is a fucking stain. But as it turns out, maybe last week was a stain as well because James got in touch and said, I'm disappointed. I used to like my Platinum Trophy collection. Only had a handful, but all quality games that I was proud of getting the Platinum, getting the trophy for. Then I listened to last week's podcast. Step forward, fucking finger master or whatever the fuck. Sounded fun at the time, but now a 15-minute taint on my platinum collection. So thanks for that, Craig. In brackets, ultimate finger master. <laughs> I apologise, James. That last, The last two weeks, I'm not proud. Yeah. I'm I mean, not you've proud. you've got a point, though. Like, I don't know, you want to be proud of these games that you've went to so much effort to complete and get the platinum and yeah. this, this, that's not what these that's the thing like see and it's I mean the whole system's fucked now like mm-hmm. it is like we make a joke of shitty platinum and stuff like that and like I, like I don't know what it is like I just like getting trophies so I don't care about these shit like I'll just play these shitty games but mm-hmm. like you're addicted to the number I and... like I do I would prefer that it was like that these games weren't allowed a platinum trophy because like see the actual idea behind trophies and platinums it's a cool idea yeah. it's a cool overall meta game like you're interested in PlayStation so like there should be something like see Max Payne three you won't obviously know this but like see the trophy list for that game it is brutal brutal when you complete the game. First of all, you have to complete the game in all difficulties, and I think I don't think it stacks. So you, if even if you completed it in hard mode, you would have to complete it again in easy mode. It's not like you would get easy mode trophy at the same time. But then there's a like a ultimate hardcore difficulty or something like that. That's like if you get shot twice, you're dead. But then even once you finish that, there's a new mode that opens up, and it's called New York Minute, and you have to play that game on the hardest difficulty and if you die at any point, it puts you back to the main menu. Mm-hmm. You have to play through the entire fucking game with one life. And I don't think you get the painkillers either to like re- put your health back up. Mm. That is difficult. Like, See who it's someone that gets the platinum in that. That shouldn't mean the same as this fucking nonsense. No. But it does. And it's a shame because like... I always think back to that one. Remember Wolfenstein 2? They had that, like, see the Lieben difficulty? They did a difficulty where if you died at any point, straight back to the beginning. And that game was solid. I had to I had to play it in the mode. Where, remember if you put it to easy mode, he would have a wee dummy in his mouth and look like a baby to try and annoy you. Yeah. Uh, I played it in that mode because the game was fucking really difficult. <laughs> uh, so, again, that's another one that, like, literally a hundred people in the world have that platinum. And that should mean more than yeah. the finger master. With, you know, AAA games, the developers want you to 
explore all that they've done, you know, and that's another incentive or another way to make you perhaps explore things that you might not have done or things that you might have missed, you know, collectibles. Like, they yeah. want you to go and explore areas that yeah. aren't maybe per- perhaps part of the main story, but work that they've done and put in. So, yeah, it just... It's, you're right, the system is now flawed because of shitty platinums. But now you've got to the point where people are just trying to fight out games as quick as possible, knowing that if they've got a platinum, it'll sell and they'll make money off it. Mm-hmm. And How they much will. is the pig D? It's under a pound, I think. Yeah. It's 79p. Appropriately priced, I would say. You need to get on it, Andy. Yes. I'm going to sneak onto your account and start getting platinums yeah, and then blame exactly. it on you. Right, let's talk gaming movies. This week we watched Resident Evil Afterlife, which is the fourth in the series and came out in 2010. Yeah, I was actually surprised. I thought this was pretty good. I, I watched the whole thing, stayed awake and was quite engaged. So that... Say quite engaged. I looked over and you're at your phone quite a bit. Right, well... And you asked a few questions like, what's that guy doing? <laughs> And you're like, you were on your phone for that, I'm not telling you. That's pretty much exactly how it went. But you did watch most of it, to be fair. I did, Yeah. I was, I I genuinely was surprised. Like, I quite liked it. Do you know what I think the difference for me enjoying it was more? I I think there was less zombies or whatever we're calling them. Like, it was. definitely zombies. I just feel like there was less of that. There was more, like, aye, interactions with humans. Yes. And it was more about, you know, the survival story and getting to the next sort of place. Yeah. Where, you know what I mean? And I, th- I think that's what maybe... I mean, because I don't like zombies and stuff, really. So. No, no. I don't mind it, but I think, like, when we first started the film, I was thinking back, trying to be like, right, what happened at the end of Resident Evil 3? And then, obviously, at the beginning, there's, like, 50 Alice's, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, she found a whole tank full of Alice's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. and I just wrote down here, like, as I expected, at the end of RE3, they've taken this too far. Like, I don't like that whole, like, oh, she's now got 50 clones and she's got this. And they did sort of, they did their best to scale it back. Like, she gets jabbed about things so that she's now human, apparently, but she's still as mental as ever. Yeah. So I don't know how human and she was. And at the beginning, obviously, they infiltrated one of the... Facilities. Facilities and all our clones, I assume, died in that process. Aye, so they all died, so they get rid of them, and then Wesker jabs her with a needle that's supposed to make her human again. But it was strange because she, so she's on a plane with Wesker, and she, Wesker jabs her with this needle and says, aye, that reverses the T-virus, you're now just a human again. And so she says to him, thank you, I've been wanting our humanity back. Mm-hmm. Then, fast forward five seconds, the plane crashes, and she gets up and walks out of it. And I'm like, so you're now human again, but you've just yeah, walked out. Human <laughs> you've just fucking walked out of a plane crash. <laughs> and it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, oh, that was a rough landing. It yeah. was a fucking head-on plane crash. Fire, no sorry. Aye. The fucking plane was in tatters. And she just gets out. Um... Yeah, and then there was the whole thing. So she goes to find Claire, who, if we remember back to the third one, she they'd all went to escape in a helicopter. And Alice did her usual and went, you all go ahead, I've got this. Mm-hmm. And did her one-woman Rambo mm-hmm. situation. Uh, so she goes to find Claire, 
and eventually does find her on this island. But Claire has been taken over by a robot that seems to be sucking on her chest. Mm. It's like a robot uh, spider. Mm. So Alice takes that off and Claire's completely dishevelled in a right state, doesn't remember anything, can't speak at first. And so Alice gets a hold of her and says, you need to get yourself together. And then the very next scene, they're in Alice's plane, heading to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And it cuts to Claire. And all of a sudden, makeup's all done. (laughs) Hair's been straightened. Teeth whitened. She's looking a million bucks. Yeah. It was definitely a, a... An inconsistency in the uh, filming, I would say that one. Yeah, they, they. I mean, we are to believe that Alice, hard as nails, Alice has went right. Claire, we're, we're going to go and try and find other survivors, but you look at a flipping state, right? So just sit there. I know you're not speaking yet, but just sit there. I'll do your hair, do your makeup. It'll be grand. So I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah, but how do you, I mean? Obviously, I've not played the game so much, like. Do these follow the games, these no, films? No, at this point it's not following no. it at all. No. Okay. I know, like, it's me and Jess sort of talking here just now, like, and you didn't get a chance to watch this one this week, but, um, yeah, no, at this point, not at all. Not at all is it following the games. They've mm. just... The first one sort of did, the second one sort of did, the third one didn't, and then aye, this one doesn't at all. Mm. And I mean, we've, they we've didn't... Got- Claire's brother now in it. Is he in the games? Yes. Right. Okay. So that's the thing. Like it's none of the, the car- a lot of the characters are. Yeah. None of the films have followed the games particularly strongly. Like Cla- no. uh, Alice is never a character in the games. Actually, no. But uh, yeah, so Claire Redfield, Chris Redfield, they're in it. Um, the the guy uh, Carlos, he was the guy in the third one. So there is a lot of characters from it, but I. Because in the fourth one, you've got that big tall guy with the mallet. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to think back going, was that guy in one of them? Like, I thought maybe he was in Resident Evil 5 or something like that. Uh, but I looked in, he's not. He was just made up for the film. Uh, and he's just called Axeman. And mind how we always ask about is Leon, Ke- Leon Kennedy in any of the games? Because mm. he was a p- protagonist in the... S- oh, he's se- in the games. Second, uh, but he's not in any of the films, is he? Second third games. Second and third game. He ah he's in the second. And no, he's not the third's Carlos. But he's uh, the, he's it's Leon in the fourth game and the second one. That's right, four the second. Um negotiations where with do you know who Jensen Ackles is? You ever watched Supernatural? No. No. Right. Um well, he's this actor. He's quite a good actor. He'd actually play the part really well. Um he was approached to play Leon Kennedy but it fell through. The introduction ah. of Leon Kennedy was finally realised in the next film, and another actor was cast, so Leon Kennedy's in the next one. So yeah, it's going to appear. That mm-hmm. makes sense, because it would have been strange if he didn't, because he's one of the best-known Resident Evil like protagonists. I'd say so, Because uh... two and four are a lot of people's favourite, and he's... Like, I mean, in, in two, you play as uh, two different characters, but he is like. But he's memorable, though. Yeah, oh, I probably the most, to me, certainly the most memorable. Well, he's a. If I think of Resident Evil, I think of him mm-hmm. as my playable character, Aye. rather than anybody else. So it's strange that they've had to go five films before he shows up. Mm-hmm. You'd think you would nail that. Apparently, Emilia Jojovic broke a camera as well that was worth a hundred grand <laughs> by accident when she was filming. <laughs> Imagine fucking. The director's like, eh, kind of broke that, Mila. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Take, out, take out my salary. How much is it? 
100 grand. Get the fuck. Get insurance on it. <laughs> there was quite a few kind of, uh, certainly at the beginning, the action scenes just flying about and stuff. So you can see that perhaps. Ah, uh, you can see something going on. There was wrong. one bit and I was like, you're definitely on strings here. Mm. You can always tell. See, you can tell Keanu Reeves whenever he does string work. Mm-hmm. You know, they have it on their. You can tell that he holds the strings as he goes back. Because a lot of these, when actors are using them, it dig, it can dig into you quite yeah, bad sometimes. Imagine, yeah. So what they say is sometimes when they're doing a backflip, you'll notice, especially in The Matrix, if you watch the scene in the subway where he jumps out just in time for the train, right. does a backflip, you can tell he's holding on to invisible wires. <laughs> right. You can see it, he's like... <laughs> and it's just so, it's, once you see it you can't unsee it Aye. and then every time he does that every time apparently so whenever he's doing string work you'll just notice kind of leaves holding these invisible wires <laughs> and doing backflips and shit yeah it probably was really noticeable in this film because there was quite a few times when mm. she was sort of hanging about yeah. Um, but yeah like you said I, I think like I thought in Resident Evil 2 the supporting cast was pretty good Um and it had a lot of like interactions with humans rather than zombies, and this was the same. Mm. I thought this one was actually pretty good. It was yeah. better than the third one. Mm-hmm. Well, the zombies are more like kind of just in the world, yeah, rather than being the focal point. Kind of like The Walking Dead, because The Walking Dead's like a show about people, uh-huh. but, it, but it's just happens to have zombies in it. It gave you that sort of vibes. Right. It gave you that sort of vibes. It was mm. more about either about the about the, the characters, folk and the characters, and the relationships between them. Yeah, so I don't, I can't remember. Like, I'm getting to the point now where, like, going into that film we watched it last night, I didn't remember any of it. Like, I sort of remember the third one. I do remember the second one. I remember the first one. But like, I, I Is will this have. The one where they're on top of that building. Yeah, uh huh. As she lands the plane on top of the building. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Aye. It's that one, and then yeah. I'm, I will have seen the fifth one, but I've no memory of it, and I don't even think I saw the final chapter, which I was in two thousand sixteen. This think is I the last it. one I remember. Aye, that's why I remember watching this, and I remember that big. Bit, I remember being stuck in this building. The zombies are all yeah, aye, all over the place. Aye, aye, and it's got uh, the guy. So the guy that plays uh, Chris Redfield, he is the main guy from Prison Break. Aye. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, He's got a really stupid name. Wentworth, mother. Wentworth. Imagine, you know what I mean? Wentworth? There's so many Sounds people. like a butler. There's so many people that, like, we're like, that, like, with actresses, you're like, that can't be a real name. That's too cool a name. That's definitely his name. Imagine no changing that. Wentworth? Date of it. But yeah, he was quite he was quite decent in it, and the black guy that played the sports star, mm, I liked him. He was quite funny. Yeah, so he at one point he gets sort of left behind, and you think, oh no, he's fucking dead. Uh, but then at the end he appeared out, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was dead happy that he'd made it. <laughs> uh, and I think he's in the next one. Oh, cool. So he he appears. He's like a returning character. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Did it sell quite so well as previous mm, ones? The budget was sixty million. That's not bad, actually. Like, it seemed quite. It must have been a lot of CG. Because I wonder whether this is in relation to other ones, actually. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, like 
I don't know. I just feel like, see, like, all those white shots, like, the building and all the zombies and stuff like that. Like, how would I, th- I thought this would have cost more than that. The last, the one before, that's cost 45 So this one, this one was done for cheaper. And then even before that, the first one, first one was 33 So this is the cheapest one yet. 60 million or six. This is the dearest one. Did I say 60? Sorry. 60 was this one. So the budget's gone up. Oh, shit, sorry. Yeah, I did work in a bank for seven years. I think I'd have a better grasp of numbers. Yeah, 60. Sorry, so it is going up now. But still, that's modest. Like, I don't know why. I just have this. When you said that, I've got this memory kind of coming back of, like, I was, I think... Our friend Terry, he's right into horror films and he loved the Resident Evil films. And I think I remember saying to him, like, how are they still just churning out these films? And I think I remember him saying they're really cheap to make and they they make money. And that would. Aye, that's really cheap. Yeah. What do you think it made? Um, It would definitely be profitable because there was two more. 104. Hundred and five. <laughs> Three hundred. Wow. That was <laughs> <laughs> This made a shit ton. That's good. Now you can see why they made two more. Yeah. Because before this it was like a hundred and thirty, hundred and twenty nine. And so this one randomly made twice as much as the rest. Hundred and two. Yep. Three hundred. That's yeah. weird, isn't it? That randomly the fourth film Same the, in a series yeah. would make double what the rest made. What, what year did this come out? Was this 2010. Sort of peak zombie interest? 2010, aye. 2010. It's kind of coming at that time. I went to the last film. Did The Walking Dead not start in 2009? I don't know. Run about there anyway. Yeah, I think that was sort of when. So it could be like a. People are into zombies at that. I don't know. I mean, now, I think now we're so used to zombies in loads of different mediums, mm. but I think back then it wasn't as yeah. much. 2010, The Walking Dead started. I bet that no. was a massive factor. And this was yeah. the end of the year. This was September 2010 for this film. Yeah. So it was the end of the year. Aye. That that, I bet that was a factor. Because that, that is when the zombie craze kind of took off. Mm. Aye, The Walking Dead definitely kick-started it again. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Right, should we rate Payage? Yes. I'm going to go four. I think I've maybe given other ones three, but I, yeah, I think I preferred this one, so I'm going to go four. I'd go four as well. I'd go four. I'm going to put you down for a sleep emoji. A sleep emoji? Or we could put like a wee... Uh, absence. Aye, <laughs> an absence emoji. <laughs> uh, I'll have a look and see what the listeners thought. I actually said listeners that time. I know. You're learning after 47 episodes in. Hey, I'm nothing if not a pro. Oh, and it's a clean sweep for four. Four pies. Four, no, 46 votes. 43% said four. 35% said three. 14% said two. 5% said five. And 3% said one from 99 voters. Not bad. Okay, we are stepping into festive mode next week and levelling up our gaming movie night with some Christmas specials. Some... 
So you oh, were saying you were Pepsi. trying to blend in music. I'm just doing it for you. Thanks, uh, thanks. Yeah. Um, um, so some slash one is gaming related, sort of, which is next week's one. We are going to be checking out 8-Bit Christmas, which is set in 1980s Chicago, where a 10-year-old embarks on a quest to get the latest and greatest video game system for Christmas, which was... The Nez. The Nez. The Nez is all 8-Bit, of course. So they're going after, they're trying to get the Nez. Everyone's, everyone's trying to to get it in the lead up to Christmas. It looks really good this does, film. Yeah. Uh, the trailer, I'm hoping the trailer doesn't, it's not one of those films where the trailer's the film. Yeah. I hope not. My uh, cousin was around there earlier on uh, with her daughter and I was talking about it to them and I showed them the trailer and they're not gamers by any means but they were both like, I really want to see that, that looks brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited for it. It comes out tomorrow so by the time this podcast launches it will be out. We don't know if there's going to be a method to watch it in the UK, it's releasing through HBO Max, so you may have to use a VPN. Uh, that I'm pretty sure there will be one of these sign up for a dollar for the first month uh, type of deals mm. for HBO Max, and then. But yeah, it doesn't look like at the moment there's a deal in place in the UK to distribute it. I'm sure that will come. I mean, they'd have to be fucking idiots not to. Why would you make a film and only release it in one country? Uh, yeah. So if we if we find a, a yeah, means, keep, we will keep an eye on our, our Twitter. If we find any means other than VPN to watch it in this country, we will make you aware of that because this looks like a cracker of a film, and it is kickstarting the awesomeness of Christmas movies in the lead up to Christmas. Yeah. And also just on that note, make sure you are following us on Twitter because I will be posting the Christmas movie advent calendar at the tail end of this week. So Yeah, we need I I, th- I say have that up by Thursday. Okay. We'll have that going live alongside the podcast. Okay. Because I'm super excited about okay. this. And just a note on it, it's not like the best ever Christmas films. Like, we will be watching family classics with our children, but these are like more adult ones. Some of them are new that we've not even watched before. But it's our, you know, our pick of what we're going to watch. Favourite Christmas yes. films. Yep. Even just a film that's set during Christmas. Uh-huh. If it's a well, film with, a... even if it's a film with a tree. <laughs> No. No. I mean, Christmas tree. I mean, the whole reason we watched the Resident Evil film on Monday is because usually we do these films on a Sunday uh, when Dr. John Castles comes by uh, for his weekly takeaway. But this week I lured him into watching Batman Returns. Mm, Because I I had purchased uh, the Penguin, the Danny DeVito Penguin Pop figure, Mm -hmm. and so that he could watch it with us. <laughs> there's a there's a photo on Twitter of young Danny watching Big Danny. Totally engrossed. I think I've run out of pop Santa hats. By the way, I don't think he can have one. Look, what a time, time is running out for John McClane. Mm. Yeah. When are we Some... watching Die Hard? The fifth. The fifth. The fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, aye. So, yeah, so next week will be 8-Bit Christmas. The week after's Die Hard. Oh, and then the week after that's Home Alone. My annual view on a Die Hard. I'm, I'm excited. 
Anyway, I'm the same. Like I will only watch Die Hard one time per year, mm-hmm. and the tree has to be up, and it has to be in December. <laughs> Fucking love it. I'll even I even go as far as to say that the second one's a Christmas film as well. I only watch that once a year. It's not as good it as is, the first. No, but it's but it's set at Christmas, so, so again with the second one, we watch it once a year when the tree's up. It's usually on the telly at Christmas. That's why I end up watching it once a year. Right, because it's one of those films that if I see it's on, I'll just watch it. Yeah, I'll just put down. You just anything. can't help yourself. Just I'm like, right, I it. might as well. I might as well. Aye, but I mean, every Christmas, die, watching die, the first Die Hard is an event yeah. in this house, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to cover it. And if you're of the opinion that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, then go home. Unsubscribe and mm-hmm. fuck off. <laughs> Bruce Willis doesn't think it's a Christmas movie. I know. Bruce Willis can get in the bin. I right? used to love Bruce Willis, but see, these days... I, I saw this thing, I think it was like a... There's like a meme or something like that, and it showed all the films he'd made in the last Recently, two years. Yeah, and bad. I was like, holy fuck, He's every one of them was straight to DVD. Is he one of these guys that's had like tax problems? No, that's the thing. He's just, <laughs> I guess, just like I could do well home in this country. There's a film to pay for it. I could do with a, come on, I quite like, quite like to have a, a big yacht. There's a film for that. You know what I mean? It's literally just money spent, money spent. That's what it feels like. Nah. Because these film, a lot of these films, he's like a sheriff or a cop, and he's like some of them. He's in it for fifteen minutes, and you're like, you were on the fucking, you're cover. on the, the cover. They've used the cover to sell it. You're top billing, and then you're in the film for fifteen minutes, and one of them was like that, and I just, I was, that's when I tuned out, and I was like, no, this is ridiculous. This is bad. I mean, look. More power to him. He's getting paid. He's doing that, whatever. But like, it does taint it a bit, doesn't it? It does taint it. It makes you was, think less of him. It does. I totally. I mean, he's a, he's an asshole as well. Apparently, uh, he's just not a nice guy. See, we see him with interviews and stuff like. That. He's just a grumpy fucker. Uh, you know, he's a grumpy old man these days. And see, being Scottish, we cannot relate to that. <laughs> no, no, I cannot. I'm always chipper. Mm-hmm. Oh, chippy, chippy. Hey, we're on the same page. Mm. See me and him. We've got a connection. Yeah. Can you in unison sing Pick of the Week song for me? Pick of the Week. 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 Okay, what's on the agenda this week? Please? What? That's what's on? That's my job, isn't it? What's on? Right, so agenda. the pick... Oh, the pickings cool, cool. went a bit slim as it comes to this time of year. We had four games on the poll. There was Farming Simulator 22, nope. which Andy's reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. There was Cricket 22, the official video game of the Ashes. Would you like to nope. do that instead? No. Nope. No, no. Actually... Nobody wants to play that. I'm going to check something that in just a second. There was also one called Lego Builder's Journey, which it seems like a little, uh, almost like a little puzzle game. Right. It looked the art style looks really cool. It looks like actual Lego, and you've got to like create a way to get from A to B. It actually looks quite cool, and I was thinking Nathan might like it. But um, you can do the review then. Well, aye, you'll, you'll be too busy with Farming Simulator and Cricket. And the other game is Death's Door because it finally releases on PlayStation and Switch. So the votes are in. 
There was 239 votes and Death's Door got 73%. What a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Farming Simulator got 16%. Lego Builders Journey got 9%. And The Cricket only got 2%. Oh, wonder. Imagine wasting time making a fucking cricket game. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I saw this something this other day. I just searched it. So... I should have technically pulled that from the the thing. Cricket twenty two has been delayed. So sorry if you were hoping to get it this week at the very last minute. Uh, one of said cricketers has been sexting somebody, uh, and because of that, they've delayed the game. Sexting an adult or a kid? I'm just about to check. So uh, cricket the headline from Eurogamer. It says, Cricket 22 developer forced to delay game over Australia test captain sexting scandal. Uh, This is by Wesley Yinpool. It says, the developer of Cricket 22 was forced to delay the game after the Australian test captain stepped down over historical investigation into text sent to a colleague. Melbourne-based Big Ant Studios said, factors beyond our control mean uh, it has had to update the cover art, uh, in-game assets and team lists and must now revoke a critical day one patch. So they're basically, I think they're editing him out of the game completely. That's ridiculous. If you want to sext an adult, you should be able to do that if you want. Um, that sounds, that's a colleague, that sounds like another adult. I mean, maybe she was into it. Maybe, maybe you should have, you should have got in touch for some pure dead love advice. Exactly, you should have. Maybe we'll be in touch next week because yeah. you'll need, need uh, legal advice. Uh, on Friday... Oh, I would qualify. It says, on Friday, Payne stepped down as Australia's test captain before the ashes over historical investigation into sexually explicit text to a female colleague. He admitted he had sent text to a co-worker at Cricket Tasmania. Great in 2017 that led to misconduct he said I think it was dick pics oh it was clearly dick pics unwanted maybe it's unwanted pictures aye well who really wants a picture of a dick and let's face it it's functional but Christ it's not the best thing to look at it's not it's not (laughs) and it it, it does really it does it really upsets me you still keep sending them we raw sausage (laughs) But I cricket delayed early December. You'll have to wait. <laughs> Ending in that bombshell. Yes. Yeah, so that wraps things up for this week. We hope you've enjoyed another weekly dose of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. You can support. Pure Dead. You can support us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen to us on, as well as liking, commenting, and retweeting our social posts. If you want to get in touch or have any recommendations or topics that you want us to discuss, then do get in touch at puredeadgaming at gmail.com or send us a DM on Twitter, or you can also use our contact form on the website. Get in touch. Yep. I bid you adieu. We love you. Holiday days are coming. This is the real thing. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.